to answer your question, if I was in a relationship and someone wanted me to, to tone it down, I'm cool with that. We can have that conversation. But if it's like six months in, a year in, and now you're bringing that up, where was this controversy when we first started, started dating? Because you didn't bring it up. So I want to know where the insecurity, where the concern came from. And we can, we can talk. I'm big into communication. His homeboy like you. <laughs> That's what it is. That's, That's, what it is. That's all it's it can like, be. That's all it is. His homeboy, like, like, homeboy like, brought it like, What up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. You already know. Jonathan Majors. Man. I mean, uh, here's what I'm going to say, because none of us were there. Uh, the, the facts seem to be all over the place. Uh, but from what I've read, Apparently, there was a, a Chris Brown, Rihanna type incident where she was trying to look at his phone and some hitting and I guess choking was involved. Uh, but she has, I believe, recanted her story, which doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things like real victims recant their story all the time. Not saying she's a real victim. I'm just saying. But I've also seen that he's the one that called the police and that once they got there, she changed the story to where they wound up arresting him. So it's literally all over the place. The only thing I want to say is if it's true, obviously it's a shame, but if it's an extra shame because so many people were like so happy for him and the, the his future just looked bright as hell. Yeah. And it'll be a shame if he messed it up like that. But again, I want to stress, we don't know, or at least I don't know. So I'm not taking any sides. I just hope, I just hope that he didn't do what he's accused of doing. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about the jumping the gun, knee jerk reactions and everything. Uh, I, I know we as black people, we love to say, we hate when police say, let the facts come out and don't jump to conclusions and everything uh, until it's one of ours. And then we say, let the facts come out, don't jump to conclusions. But I do hate the knee-jerk reactions that's happened. Uh, like the U.S. Army, they pulled their Be All You Can Be at based off of just the, you know, the allegations of what happened. Um, you know, it, it'd be different if he had gotten locked up, hadn't been released on bail. Like, it, the, the facts were just too gray for them to just knee-jerk and say, we're going to pull it. There's always there's already been calls for him to be recast as Kang in the MCU and everything. They're like John Boyega, let's go with John Boyega for uh, the recast and everything. So it's it's crazy how people just jumped onto well, let's roll on to the next person and not just kind of like let's figure out what to actually happen. Well, you got it's it's like you said you got to be careful because it sounds great, you know, when it's one of ours. But let that have been a police shooting and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, we're not this guy's not suspended yet. He's still patrolling the streets. It's 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 sad that. But, but again, I, I, I think it's a little different as in you, ha- you know, you have a dead body and usually, you know, that the cop actually shot him. Uh, it's a little bit different than 
hey, they they got into it. We don't know actually what happened in the altercation because especially with DVs, like we talk about it all the time here. You you keep your hand to yourself. You hit me, I'm gonna hit you back, right? I, I've said that on this on this platform before, and so if you know they were getting into an argument and they were fighting, I I just I. I want to make sure it wasn't uh he got mad, he hauled off, he hit her and it may have been a she's jumping on him, he pushing her off of him, he he may have used her neck to hold her away or whatever, but if it's them fighting, let it be that and let it be them fighting instead of a true domestic violence as in I'm angry at you, I'm hitting you. Another thing I've heard is that there's video evidence. I don't yep. know how true or false that is. I've heard is. that too. So yeah, that's several what his, eyewitnesses. That's what his lawyer, there's yeah, a lot that's of statements out there. So. Yep. Yeah. So I, I will say this. If she did make this up, I don't want to hear about them remaining in a relationship because they almost still be mad at him. Yep. You can't stay with that kind of person. Yeah. It's too I, dangerous. I think he's... I think he knows that because they haven't been together long. It's not like one of those they've been together for a long, long time and all of that. I think they've only been dating for a few months. Mm. So, you know, I, I don't I don't think he'll stay. But you never can tell. You never know. So no, no one has brought up the racial component. Are we going to let that be? For now? Love is love, Byron. Love is yes. love. Yeah, love is love, but we can't ignore <laughs> that. Well, apparently we that, can't ignore that. That is. <laughs> A lot of people's skepticism as well. Like, I'm just, I'm not saying that's an opinion of any of us three, but I have seen that as well. I mean, let's be honest here. White women dating black guys a lot of times are not down and for the, the they're not as down when it comes to those types of things about keeping stuff in house and everything like that. And that, that goes to a little bit of a testament or, or, not a testament but a bad part of our community and black women and how they will just take it right they'll keep it in the house and what happens in the house stays in the house and they won't report it and they don't want to make their man look bad because that's going to make them look dumb for being with them and everything there there's this this onus on them to keep it clean and keep it straight and be the ride or die versus white women they don't have that baggage they like nope i'm telling it all so they they just don't they're not ride or die no, I don't know about that. I think they stay just as much as black women. I think they, oh, they stay. Like, they stay. Like, but what I'm like saying is, this is true that she's recanting her story. That's pretty much. Well, well, either way, my thing is, I'm going to start with this. If you are a victim, then I'm a I'm a full support of you as a woman, black, white, whatever. However, there's a difference in being a victim. And being a participant. Mm. And so, you know, don't play the victim role if you are a participant. You know, you can't dictate how somebody's gonna respond to you in your in your anger and your outlash. It, it is what it is. I don't wanna I don't want a woman staying there because she's scared to lose out financially or whatever the case may be. But if you're participating and you're you're hitting on him or you're part of this, don't you know it? it you guys are fighting, like Rizzi said. You guys are fighting, and I, I wish there was more around that. Now there's more dangers that come with that, you know, because the average man, especially uh, freaking Jonathan Majors, can you know pretty much ha- cause greater harm to any 
any female. However, that does not change the fact, you know, the same way I say this all the time, the same way they want men to consider the harm that they can um, impose on a woman before they put their hands on them. I, 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 I urge women to make that same consideration before you put your hands or put yourself in a situation where a man may put his hands on you as well is he can cause harm. If I have to think about it, you should too. Like before we carry on, let's be adults about this and both be responsible enough to manage ourselves as accordingly. Like don't put your hands on him. Don't put your hands on her. And I think everybody will win, you know? And and so now we're seeing people come out of like, I knew he was like that. He's always been like that. I'm so glad he's finally been finally been found out. Been hearing a lot of that. And I've been seeing his situation compared to Dana White, the president of UFC, who is actually on camera in his wife twice. And very little coverage. And I even saw like people on ESPN apologizing for him saying how well they know him and they know this is his first and only time. Hell, you know that. So, you know, again, it's why I bring up the race thing. It's wrong across the board, but I never ignore how one side is covered versus the other. So, Oh, I can respect that. That's all I got, though. I know I took up a lot of time with that one. What you you got, Rosie? All all I got, man, real short, um, is uh, Jacob and Company. So everybody know Jacob the jeweler and, uh, you know, rappers Mm -hmm. love to go get him. Uh, He stepped his game up a little bit. He has a $20 million timepiece that he just dropped. It's called the Billionaire Timeless Treasure. Um, And so it is pure gold, diamond encrusted, like emeralds in it. It it is crazy. Um, But I don't think that it's worth $20 million. I don't think it's going to hold value like a, a, a Rolex or a, um, you know a Audemars or something like that, but um, mm. yeah, you looking at it like now, that. it is it's it's like ugly. It. I don't like it. So, but mm. it's Jacob, and I want to see what crazy billionaire is just gonna go buy this just because they can um, on it. But it it is definitely not what I thought it should be. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does that rank as far as? The value of timepieces, like, is that top five? I, I have a look, there... um, but uh, th- no, there, there, it's definitely Floyd not May- that. Floyd Mayweather brought a uh, fifteen million dollar watch, and I think he regretted it, like, not long after he. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Floyd I Mayweather. It, I, don't, I, mean... I don't know if it. it yeah. I don't know if it tells time and is a time machine or something like that. I have no idea. For fifteen million dollars, he needs to do more than this little Apple Watch I have on right now. Yeah, this yeah. is actually ugly. It, it, it's, <laughs> oh, I, I oh, mean, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it is pretty bad. Okay, so I don't, there's, I don't know why. There's no way to make twenty million dollars worth of watch. <laughs> like you have to put a lot of diamonds and a lot of gold. It has to be gaudy. I, or, or the you craftsmanship can be just that good, right? It's a one of one. Um, type thing. Um, I, I could see it getting up there if you add some artificial scarcity to it. Um, you know, it has to be kind of the, those really big name brands. Um, and it's got to have like something different about it, right? I, I don't know. But they have watches that 
tell the time and and the you know altitude and the depth and all of that stuff if you put all of that into it um with continuous motion and you know it, it's self winding and all, like all of the things that you can put in a, in a watch and then you add in the name and the scarcity it could maybe get up to it but like you said it, it's it's you got to put those diamonds in there to to bump it up that high and true collectors aren't looking for just the diamonds because buff they said don't. it right diamonds but diamonds aren't a good investment i don't know if i said that but i i, I said a, a co-worker once told me they're just they're just rocks they're just rocks <laughs> and metal but um maybe maybe he can like loan it out to the next oceans 11 movie or something like that and it could be what they're trying to steal and but i don't see anybody buying that uh, yeah yeah, it's, it's somebody tough. will just because it's out there. Yeah, for me, a couple of things. It's Monday, almost Tuesday again. Trump's still not arrested. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure this will drop on Monday, and I have a feeling he still won't be arrested. And also, we're still doing it. What are we doing? It's Monday, Nashville, distraught. Oh yeah. Another school shooting at an elementary. This time, a woman. Uh, that that's that shocked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we've made it deep enough in the mass shootings and school shootings now, where we just we remix the perpetrators now. Yeah, you're like it's it's we've 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 maxed out on men. I guess it's like you gotta you gotta find somebody else to start now. Like I mean, statistically, um, somebody else was gonna do it at least once. So. It will go back to yeah. you know the norm, the statistical yeah. norm after uh, this. I don't have all the details yet. I, I I'm trying not to follow too much into it, but because it's just it's there's there's mass shootings every day now. Like it's just this is part of our we we live in a country right now where our we have people in our government that make laws that right now feel like. Uh, kids reading about a gay couple in a book is more dangerous than legislating guns. Even though guns is now the number one killer of kids. That's what we have with it. Conservatism. Uh, oh yeah, and you know the, the as soon as it happened and they got the details, it, it went straight to a political war. The police identified the Suspect in Nashville mass shooting as a transgender woman. You know that's about to be all political theater. We're yeah. not even going to talk about the kids anymore. Yeah, they'll they'll you know. and that's that's the what Buff said. They'll they'll try to legislate the trans woman before they legislate the gun. Yep. And it was a Christian elementary school. Mm. So it's gonna be all hate crime. Yep. So sad. I mean, it's just it's 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 just never. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you a good a good thing that um for the show is uh we have some more Curtis coming on in a little bit. So that'll light that'll that'll lighten uh, us up a little bit. Cigar babe coming on. Yeah, cigar babe is here. Yeah, Yeah. that's the highlight of the day right there. (laughs) Highlight of the day. Before we get that, let's go ahead. And, is, is Sophie still awake? She is not. She it's uh, spring break here, and she's with her grandma. Um, so let me see. I think I have one. Ah, 
What? Well, I don't really ask for one, but yeah. Um. So, what do you call an angry doctor? A therapist. <laughs> That's one of your better ones. I give him that. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a good I, give him, I, I give him that. <laughs> I give him that. <laughs> oh man. Definitely one your top three. There you go. There you go. With that, with that being said, let's jump into um, our interview with uh, Samara Curtis, uh, aka Cigar Bay. Once again, you're listening to Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast, where when you hear the questions, we hear the questions. So let's jump into it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inspire you on air guests, podcast listeners of all different types of platforms. We have a special guest with us once again. Last time we had this young lady on here, she was known as Cigar Bay. That's been a while ago now, so I don't even know if we're going by that. But we have Miss Samara Curtis on here again. And we want to thank you for joining us. What's been going on with you? Ooh. I'm glad to be back. I'm surprised y'all even wanted to speak to me again. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> why, why is that a shock? Because um, I'm not in that relationship no more. So I was like, oh, that's phased off the next something, something's happening in the world. So I was like, oh, you guys reached out. You well, guys remember me. No. Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Hey, I'm, I'm a firm believer. If it doesn't work, move on. Right. Uh-huh. It's don't don't make it. Don't don't hold on. You know, uh, Mr. Right might be out there. Uh, you don't want to waste your time with Mr. Right now. So, yeah. So Mr. Right now has his place. Don't get it twisted. As I rub my hands, bird manly. Um, so are you, are you single right now still? Yeah, I am single right now. How it's, single? It's like a single, single, like single as a dollar bill. Single <laughs> can go out in public. Single, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right, so going right. back to the cigar bay thing real quick. Once that didn't work out, did you get any messages from from people that were rooting for it to fail because they felt like you did too much anyway? And it's like, see, that's why you shouldn't have took them a cigar. Um, I didn't personally receive any messages, but like I would click on the hashtags and like see if it was still being talked about or like on Twitter, it was still a little conversation and buzz. And I would see some people like, oh, I knew it wouldn't work and saying little slick comments. But I had majority people reaching out saying, oh, they wish like it would have worked out and they were rooting for us. And like they liked what we were putting out there and stuff like that. So it wasn't like 50 50, but there were 
a percentage of people that were like making it be known that they were happy that it didn't work out and I played myself and I embarrassed myself all that nonsense <sighs> exactly what about it was supposed to be embarrassing that, that's, what that's what I don't, I don't get. get I think maybe just it being on a public spectrum was what maybe they were trying to come at but I was like I, I put it out there so I knew what I was doing when I pressed record or I pressed submit like I know the power that social media holds even if you only have two followers it can reach 2,000 plus people so mm. it's not like I didn't look at it as embarrassing I looked at it more so like okay I'm showing other people that like even though this didn't work and everyone else had so much to say, like I'm still moving forward. I still have other things going on that I can shift that focus to now. So we, we've been talking a lot about dating on our past few episodes. Matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why we brought you on. Cause that was the main thing we talked about last time. And we just wanted to get an update with you. So I know these two brothers are going to, we're probably going to talk a lot more about dating. So I just wanted to slide this question in real quick to you. I know you have a sister. Is she older or younger? Um, I have two sisters. One of my sisters is older. Um, okay. She's close to 40. My other sister, who I normally put on social media, she's younger. She's how old is she? She's 20, 29. So she's so like it, a little bit younger than me, like not even a year. So is it the older or the younger one that has the, uh, the beauty school and the nail salon? The younger. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I wanted to ask was like, do you guys, because we see you doing a lot of things as well. So do you guys mutually inspire one another? Or does one inspire the other more than the other? Um, to be honest, I feel like my younger sister inspires me more because she is doing so much. She's a mother of three. Um, three wow. little girls under the age of four at that. She's a wife. She owns multiple businesses that are doing very well. She just bought a huge commercial building. So it's like, I know she looks up to me because I'm her big sister simply as that. And we grew up understanding like I was your protector. So like at the end of the day, even if I'm not doing as much as she is, she still respects that I'm at least out here doing something. But I can say like, she inspires me. Like we talk, we work together. We talk probably a million times a day. She's my best friend. And it's still like, we can talk about anything in the world. And it still comes back to business somehow out of all of our topics, always circle back to business. And I think that's why I look up to her because she is always so business minded. Like all of her wheels are always like, how am I making a dollar? How can I support my family? What's the next big move we can make? And I, I look up to that because I don't have that drive. I feel like she got all those genes from my parents and I got the, I'm just living life. I'm taking it day by day. I'm not forcing anything. I'm enjoying life. And she's more so like, no, the plan is this. The organization is this. This is A, B, C, and D. And it just works. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So more of a flower child, hippie, just kind of go with the flow. Yes. <laughs> yes. So talk, speaking of going with the flow, um, though. Uh, blippy. Oh, she's a blippy. That's what we're calling yeah, her, just in case you don't know. Black hippies. Blippy, black hippies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I, you talked about just kind of going with the flow and everything. So you, you kind of hit the scene with the cigar bait thing and everything. Um, but that kind of propel, propelled you into kind of being a, a social media, um, you know, icon uh, for a little while, right? And so, at that point what are you doing now? How did you pivot? Like what kind of content are you producing? Tell the listeners a little bit about kind of what are you producing now? Um, so I took that buzz and I was blessed that my line sister and my sorority sister each work in 
social media, PR, marketing kind of aspects. So they each like jumped on me when the buzz was hot. I was like, we need to keep this train going. Like you need to somehow, like you said, pivot this into more than just this man being attached to you. So if something does go wrong, you still have the following, you still have the buzz going on. And I always enjoyed getting dressed. I like showing people what I'm wearing, showing you my day, even though a lot of people nowadays are like, oh, that's too much. You're giving too much, too many people like too much personal information. There's a certain line I know not to cross just from being observant, listening to what's going on in the world. And it's like, I was able to shift that into now creating like quick content when it comes to social media platforms and bringing back my YouTube channel. Like I was struggling to do that for a while. And that buzz was what I needed to like put the spark under my butt to be like, okay, you went to school for broadcasting. You enjoy filming, you you enjoy editing and recording. So get back into what you like doing. And when I had that single time now, I basically shifted when I was traveling to Baltimore, when I was going on dates, when I was spending money and things like that, I was able to shift that into putting it and investing in myself by like getting a new camera, getting new equipment, um, being able to just explore all the options that social media allows us to do. And it's been working for me and I like it. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, the ability to shift and adapt and pay attention to or take advantage of opportunities. If you find something that works, uh, continue down that path. If it doesn't work, you know, you adapt and overcome. So have have you had anything that's been close to that same success? How do you, how do you feel like you're transitioning um, nothing on that level. And I'm okay with that. Um, I've had more so success when it comes to like partnerships with different okay. brands. So I know I'm reaching masses when they post me on their pages. I may not be getting all the traffic in the eyes, but at the end of the day, like I'm getting paid by some of these brands. I'm getting long-term contracts with some of these brands that's allow that is allowing me to grow and progress even further in this creating world without having to have some like third party management team doing it for me. Like, so I would say that's how that's that part is shifting. One of your partnerships is a brand that I actually was using before I, I saw you advertising for it. And I was like, so I really paid attention when I saw you. How did the the deal with uh, Bevel, how did that partnership happen? And was your dad reluctant to be in one of the ads with you? <laughs> um, Bevel, Bevel actually reached out to me. Wow. And the original concept, it was like some holiday, like little kit. And I think once they saw my work and how quickly I was able to turn around and give them the content and not required much edits because I was very thorough with making sure the sheet of like details they gave me every point was kind of hit to an extent and even if they did need edits made I did it without hesitation I was like okay and I was able to turn it back around within that hour and that extended me to get two more um two more partnerships with them but I have no idea how they found me because Bevel is a men's brand exactly yeah that's and why I was surprised yeah. yeah I was very confused so I was like oh in my head I'm like I scrolled their page. I only saw one other black female and she was much older. She didn't look like me. So I'm like, I'm going to take this and capitalize off it. Even though it's a men's product, like I want my face to be in it. Even if it's like, I'm buying a product for my boyfriend, I'm buying a product for my dad. Like I want my female face to come across and men see that like, oh, women are out here buying products for men. They know what we like, or they can at least figure it out what we like. And with this last campaign, it was a, it was an actual like razor and shave set that wasn't really 
unisex to an extent. So I was like, oh, my dad is the perfect person. First of all, he is very energetic and likes being in front of the camera. He's a <laughs> old school light skinned man, so he enjoys that. He has light gray eyes. <laughs> it's like he's just it's like my dad is like I've been told my dad reminds people of Smokey Robinson. Like okay. if I had to put a characteristic to him, that's what I've heard my whole life. So I was like, oh, women will eat this up. Guys might be like, oh, it's another older man shopping. I don't have to be uh, scared to go in Target in the grooming aisle. It's I was trying to hit a lot of different points. And it just worked. And my dad enjoyed it. So you came up with the concept of Mm -hmm. the... Wow. So basically, a lot of brands will just send you like a brief that'll outline the pros and cons, the do's and don'ts, the special topics or key points they want you to hit. And it's more so like, use your creative mind and bring us what we want. So I was like, they kept saying they want to push the shopping aspect. So I was like, Target, like they were already partnering with Target. So I was like, let me just show my dad literally shopping in Target like we would do any other Sunday and just chop it up. And they loved it. That helps, too, because I was just ordering it online or like trying to find like a hair shop in the hood mm-hmm. to get it. But now that is in Target. It's, that's good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a uh, quick question about content and and figuring out because I've been watching Bel Air. And um, so I love Hillary's uh, character on Bel Air. She's a content creator mm-hmm. and everything. And so she has yes. the, you know, the influence of house. My mother compares me to Coco Jones all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to her. But how do you kind of come up with what content you want to create? What's the new idea? Because you have to be cranking out content pretty regularly to kind of stay on top, right? And, and, and work the algorithms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my big thing is sticking to what your lane is like I know people always say like oh you can try different things but for me my quote-unquote category is beauty and lifestyle lifestyle allows you to do a lot of different things so it doesn't just put me in a bubble beauty I can kind of extend that to like skincare makeup fashion but lifestyle I like that category because I can kind of play with it I can see what my audience catches to what they don't um what trends are coming down how I can also interchange that with like kind of my fashion content I make but you are right it's literally pushing out content I I personally only post once a day and for a content creator that's kind of like low you should at least be posting two to three times a day but that's not feasible for me right now and I still think once a day is a lot because on the back end that's a lot of recording it's a lot of editing it's a lot of redoing so it's like people are only seeing 15 to one minute of something. But that clip probably took me an hour and a half, two hours, start to finish from concept to publishing to make. And it's like, I'm putting seven of those out a week. And it's like, it becomes a lot. But when you have a schedule and you don't oversaturate yourself or try and like hit every market, I feel like that's where it will come a little bit easier instead of trying to like tackle every single market and then burning yourself out. Which is why we we are a strictly audio show. <laughs> because I told everybody, it's like, I'm not doing video. <laughs> yeah. And <a> content. <laughs> Straight from the hip. Yep. <laughs> bang, bang. All right. So what else has been going on? Your content, you're, you're, you're putting a lot of content out there. Um, anything else special going on in your life? You said you're, you're, you're dating or oh, she's actively dating. Is that the, I'm is, single. I'm, I'm, I'm open to dating. I'm just keeping myself. I'm not like pressuring myself to date or like on dating apps actively like looking. I'm just like, okay, if it, if it stumbles across my way, I'll, I'll attempt it. But there's nothing too crazy in that 
in that category of my life right now. Other than like content, I'm trying to start a podcast that's been in the works. So I don't know if I want to. I'm batching a lot of audio right now to have something. So when I do want to push go, I have enough to fall back on. But it's definitely a work in progress. But that's probably the newest thing I'm doing in my life right now. But that falls in our content. Definitely do it. Yeah. Um, the the last time you were on, you mentioned your parents. They had, they've been like together, married for like thirty years, and you was making the point that you know what love looks like, so you have standards. Mm-hmm. And what I'm getting to is, you recently, I guess, made some people upset because you said you don't want a man with kids. So, <laughs> what are some other comments that? Um, that you've made that 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 people have responded to you with that made you want to say, bitch, if you don't get out of my face because <laughs> because on the you don't want a man with kids, you said something about I don't want your your mama's peach cobbler. Yeah, I don't recipe. want the recipe to your mama's peach cobbler. I, I don't want that mess. <laughs> nope, not at all. Wow. So what what other comments have you gotten that made you want to like mm. the hell out of my face? I know I've I've said on social media before that I want to be like someone's first, so like their first wife, the first mother of their kids, and someone told me that that's not unrealistic, but it's a it's very unlikely that that will happen in this day and age. And I was just like, who are you? Do you know all the people walking this earth? Like, have you met every man that's walking this earth? I was like, I know off back. I have a ton of male friends that are doing very well, single, no kids, and in the same boat as me. So. It's, it's comments when I say stuff about I don't want a man with kids or I want to be the first wife or the, well, more so the only wife and things like that where people, I think, kind of tell themselves why it's okay that they did something and feel as though everyone else should be okay with that. And it's like, if you decided to get in a relationship with someone who had a kid, then that's on you. And I respect that. But I've been there. I've done it. I've tried it numerous times to say, this isn't for me. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with waiting until... There is someone that doesn't have a kid, so I don't have to go through the stress that I went through when I was just dating, let alone marrying someone and having a third person. Honestly, I look at it as having say over what my family's doing, because if there's another child, I can't just get up and go and take this kid. I have to get permission from another woman. And if they're having a bad day, then that messes up my whole family's vacation, possibly. It's like, I don't, I think very far down the road, and I think that's what kind of messes me up. But I but I think it's also a proactive way of thinking. I don't I don't know why people having a preference upsets other people. Listen, I've been on the short end, literally, of most women's preference all my life. I'm short. Every time you hear a woman describe a man, tall, dark. And so there's nothing wrong. Two with out of three ain't bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's OK to have a preference. I don't know why people get so upset about that but I will say this by you having your preference as long as you realize that it does like people telling you you're going to have a hard time finding that I don't know about that but it it does like eliminate some people yeah it cuts a lot of people out of the equation yeah yeah. but it should always every preference should cut people out of the equation that's what I don't get It's, it's, it's you think I should just be willing to date any and everybody Short, tall, black, white, male, female. Like it's, it's, it, 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 I, these are my preferences. This is what I want. And if I get it, great. If I don't, then that's on me. Yeah. It doesn't affect 
You know, it doesn't affect Byron. Yeah. It doesn't affect Rizzi. It doesn't affect anybody else but me. But for whatever reason, people get offended because you started with the word standards and people get offended because now if these are your standards, so you're saying Mine I don't have standards right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> Where did you hear that? How did that happen? Where do, how do we get here? <laughs> well, I was talking about me, just me. I don't even know you actually, actually, cause a lot of your, your followers, you don't even know. So the fact that they're offended that maybe you're targeting them or, you know, that's their triggers. Like, yeah. ma'am, I don't know you. Yeah. Do, do you hear I'm more from a little think, aspect into my world? Yeah. Do you hear more from women when they when you say that, or do you hear from guys that's like maybe they have kids and so they're offended by question. that? You know, because like me, I, I'm single guy with kids or whatever, and you know I'm trying to shoot my shot, and then you're like, nope, because you have kids. But I may be a great guy. I am a great guy. We'll throw it sure. out there. And so you know, so I, do do you hear from the guys? Are they the ones that are kind of pushing back and saying? you know well give us a try again um i have heard back from a few like people on social media like just dming their comments when i say that but it's not like an overwhelming amount of guys who are like pitchforks and fire we're gonna burn your house down because you don't want us it's more so a very select few i think that have maybe been hurt or like went through a relationship and realized at the end this girl said she didn't want me because of the kids or or something that's much more deeper than my own comment. And it, like you guys said, it's just a triggering and they feel as though, let me get my two cents out, which I'm all for. Let me know how you feel, but that doesn't mean I have to respond, nor does that mean I have to respect what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you, do you leave should a- be a woman that wants a man with kids? I mean, that's just yeah. throwing it out yeah. there. <laughs> well, do, do you respond to those uh, guys or, or like your DMs? I, I assume it's it's popping, uh, not just from that blowing up. But um, do you respond or try to respond to all those folks, or do you just kind of leave them on red and keep rolling? Um, most of my read them, I leave them on red. <laughs> if I do respond, they're normally like women I'm responding to. If that, and only like the nice comments, I leave a lot of the negative comments right in my inbox, not even open, so they can't even see. Especially the people who I don't follow, and they can't see if I opened it. Oh, it's definitely staying right there. I'm not entertaining that. Good, good. Because what did Ambrosia ne- say? You got to protect from like you got to protect your peace bubble. Oh yeah, yeah. peace bubble. <laughs> peace bubble. Yeah, yeah. What the negative comments are? They mostly coming from just videos you post or just comments you make. Um, more so videos I post. Mm. Okay. So it, give me an example because I feel like I know where this is going. I get annoyed <laughs> very easily, so I, I want to see where this goes. Um, what was probably your last video that got negative comments or negative pushback? <sighs> My last video. Goodness. <sighs> Commentary wise. You look so comfortable, by the way. Or is that the dog? Like this this darn dog. Okay, I thought that was your leg kicked up. No. I'm like, she's sitting back in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's coffee. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last video that I can't off the top of my head, I cannot think of the last video I posted that was like like shock value. I'm really trying to think. I post a lot of videos again, so I could offend someone with something with something I put on as an outfit and a caption. So now, so so so, how will you handle that? Because your 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 presence is growing. You have uh, tens of thousands of followers. You have to like twenty some thousand followers, and that's just on Instagram. And a lot of what you do is like you say, trying on clothes. Sometimes it's lingerie. Uh, so if you meet someone. And it's going along great. 
and they express to you that they want you to tone it down, dial it back or stop altogether. Is that something that you've thought about when it comes to Um, dating? It has crossed my mind only because uh, I used to bartend in a strip club. So I used to get a lot of backlash from the people I was dating then. But I would always say, you met me when I was doing this. So you knew what you were getting into. And if that wasn't something you were comfortable with, I would have appreciated you saying something in the beginning. So I could have let you know, okay, I can tone it down. Okay, I cannot take every collab offer. But at the same time, how are you then going to replace that money that I'm getting for that content. If you want me to tone it down, I'm cool with that. But cutting it out all as a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. And that comes with like commitment, long-term commitments, things like that. Because right now that's a certain source of income for me. So if Mm -hmm. you're taking that away, I need you to make me feel comfortable or supported because I'm doing that for you. I'm giving you a piece of comfort from not overly exposing myself or making you feel uncomfortable if your guys are seeing me come across your feed. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's not only fans. I'm not doing anything that my parents wouldn't be disappointed in me doing or myself. It's like, I keep it to a certain extent where I can get that product across, get men and women's eyes on it because men may buy gifts for their women and I'm still getting my money at the end of the day. So to answer your question, if I was in a relationship and someone wanted me to to tone it down, I'm cool with that. We can have that conversation. But if it's like six months in, a year in, and now you're bringing that up, where was this controversy when we first started started dating? Because you didn't bring it up. So I want to know where the insecurity, where the concern came from. And we can we can talk. I'm big into communication. It's homeboy like you. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, 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 what it is. that's all it is. That's all it is. He's homeboy like you. He's homeboy like, like the post. So he's homeboy yeah. yeah. on the word. He's homeboy following you and liked, your, yeah. liked too, many of your, too many of your last posts. Yes. I'm just uh-huh. giving, I'm trying to give it to you raw. Like, I'm going to tell you. the worst. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. They ruin it. So yeah. Man, you make your girl do that? Why he's liking the picture? Why he's liking it? You said You said a lot. You said commitment. You said a lot. Even if he brings it up in the beginning, take that into consideration and then figure out what you're going to do, because I'm a firm believer until he's proven that he's worth or worthy of you making any big changes in your life. Keep doing what you do. Yeah. You know, he has to, you know, love you and be with you for you. And as a as a matter of fact, I think. If you found the right person, I think maybe you would be, you know what? Yeah. He, he might not like this, even if he doesn't say anything because of how I feel about him or how I want to portray myself with him, his family and all this stuff. I'm going to scale this back or I'm not going to I'm a shift, you know, because you said you have a lot of content, you know, uh, lifestyle and fashion does a lot. So, yeah. And I don't have to accept every collab. It's like right now I'm kind of accepting that because I'm single I need the money. And again, I'm doing something that I enjoy that I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not disappointing or embarrassing myself. So yeah, right now it's working for me and I'm always open to shifting or like toning things down. If I do get in a relationship, cause I don't want any type of controversy on his end to come. And he's not willing to at least have the conversation with me about why something may need to change or shift. Yeah. 
And so, so I, 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 so I want to switch quick. gears hold on, hold on, just buff. real quick. Buff, I wanted to ask one quick question about that. You you brought up like you, you're not doing anything that you know your dad or your parents aren't um, kind of opposed to, or, or they feel some type of way about that. Have they kind of said at, at any point like, "Whoa, that's a little much," or were they surprised at like the lingerie shoot? I send or my anything? parents all my before I post anything. I send my mom every TikTok, every Instagram I make. Oh, nice. Not for approval, but because I know she loves that. Like she loves being able to send her girlfriends. Oh, look at my daughter. She loves bragging on her daughters. Like that is her pride and joy. If she can say one accomplishment that either of her daughters are doing, oh, that's her, that's her cup of tea for the day. So I'm like, I might not send her everything, but she knows I am getting collabs from lingerie brands and I've sent her certain things, but she doesn't need to get everything, but she has seen majority of my work. And if she's ever needed to say anything, my mom is definitely going to let me know. She tells me things every day about myself and she's not one to hold back. If she feels as though like I'm doing too much, it's a little bit too much exposure. It's going to bring embarrassment to the family name. Like she would say it, but all her feedback is honestly positive. It's like, you look good. The, the, the product is shown perfectly. You and your dad look great on camera. I love you're spending time with your dad. It's, it's always some type of good feedback that makes me want to keep going. Nice. Nice. That's, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, so Rosie mentioned your, your parents and the three of us, not only are we fathers, but we're fathers of girls. And you seem to be real close with your dad. You seem to be close with both of your parents, but you know, because we saw him in your reel, you seem to be close with your dad. What do you, then this is for us, or at least this is for me. What do you appreciate the most from him? Because as I raise my daughter, the main thing I try to do is protect her, provide for her. But is there some other lesson that you've gotten from your dad that maybe I hadn't thought about or Rosie or Fur hasn't thought about that I can try to start instilling in, in my daughter? Because, you, you know, you, you, you question, and your sister buddy. and stuff, you guys seem to be doing great. So I would definitely say two things is my dad always shows up. Like whether it's I just need to cry to my dad because this man just broke my heart and I need him to like make me feel better to say, oh, F him. Like me and your uncle will get him, even though I know that's not going to happen. Like understanding the protection, like my dad wants to make sure I'm okay at the end of the day. And I recall my dad coming, giving me lunch in middle school, elementary school, just showing up and being there and making me feel as though like I'm important, like I'm a part of this family and I'm being seen because there's a lot of things going on, like just growing up as a kid, let alone like a little girl, it's it's definitely a lot we're taking in and knowing that our dads, like I love my dad to death and I know that he has been there because my friends even talk about my dad to this day. Like that's how present he was and he made his presence known, not in a scary way, not in a, oh, I'm your friend, but in a, I'm here for you and your friends if anything happens type of way. And he was always there to show me he's there for my mom. I never saw them argue. Like to this day, I think I've seen my parents argue once and I'm not even lying. Like they either hid that very well or they knew the appropriate times to have those conversations to let my sister and I still know our family was a unit. Like there was no type of um, dissension or, or division in the family. So definitely showing up. I would say my dad does very well and he provides like, even though I, he isn't like, he isn't expensing anything in my life now. Like he'll ask me still to this day, Hey, are your bills paid? Do you need any walking around money? Like the other day he gave me a hundred dollars because he just knew I bought all this equipment and 
I've been in here locked down. He's like, get your, get some groceries or put this towards your Amazon car. Like he just wants to make sure I'm okay. Even though I work for my sister, he knows I'm going to work every day. He still makes sure at 30 years old that I'm okay. When he could be focusing on so many other things, he could be on an island with my mom sipping drinks, but he's still every day checking in on me to make sure I'm okay. And I love that. Love it. Love that. Love it. That was a good question, Buffett. I, I tell think about all my guy all friends, if you have a daughter, yeah, if you have a daughter, I even tell my guy friends, like, be there. Like, I can't tell you how many times when I was like, dad, leave me alone. Like, you're embarrassing me. But to this day, I'm glad he pushed and wanted to be there and didn't just say, okay, forget it, Samara. You're, you're on your own. Because that, I think my life would have went a lot differently if my dad wasn't as active and present and there for me like he was. And he's, is he a huge supporter of yours as well? Mm-hmm. Him and my mom, him and my mom are always down to help me in whatever ways they can. He, he's big into like Facebook Marketplace, so he's always sending me different um, content equipment, filming equipment, like anything that can take me to the next level. He's a gadget man, so he's always like, "Oh, did you see this on Amazon? Like, this is a deal. Like, you should get this." And even if I'm like, "Dad, I don't have the money for that right now," somehow a couple weeks later, he'll be like, "I know you needed this gimbal. Keep keep filming on the go," and I'll be like. He's like, don't ask no questions. I, your camera was a little rocky last footage. I know a gimbal will help. <laughs> Just take it and keep creating. He's, but he, he knows like I need those things, and it's not like a handbag or clothes or or frivolous things that don't mean anything. Like everything that he is buying me, sending me, it's something that continues to help me go to the next level in what I want to do. Uh, that's it's, it's important you say that because that's something I struggle with sometimes. Not the being there. Or the providing and stuff like that is, and I don't want to use the word acceptance. I want to say supporting more than anything. And my daughter's only eight. So, you know, I support her in everything she mm-hmm. does. She's eight and perfect. But at the same time, it's when I look at the world around me and I look at how diverse our black women are, you know, the for what they're doing with their lives and stuff like that. In my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm going to love and support my kids through whatever they decide to do. And then in the back of my mind, and I had this revelation the other day is as long as it's within the parameters of the things that I accept. Right. And, you know, it's like, is it more important for me just to support and help guide the support? Because these are things I accept or I'm proud of. If your daughter wants to be a stripper, but that's, that's what makes her happy. Or she could be a doctor and she's miserable for the rest of your life, which you know, which way are you leaning? And I'm not comparing you to a stripper or a doctor. I'm just saying like, it's, it's that thing. Like in our mind, we have this idea of what we kind of, we want them to be free, but what we want them to be like, I'll love you through it all. Just don't do this. Yeah. To you a know? certain extent. Yeah. But then they start doing this is like, and your dad, I don't know how he is. When you were born, there was no such thing as content creators. Mm-mm. You know, did he ever think his daughter would be a content creator? When he starts seeing this initially, like, is it like, what the hell is this going on now? No, the he first was. time he they saw you lingerie, he's kind of like, yeah, you know, they didn't get it because they're not on social media. My parents are are sixty and sixty five, so yeah. they're they have smartphones, but they're only accessing stuff if I'm sending them a link to see something funny or if their friends are on Facebook. That's the craziest I think they get. But I had to explain to them like what content creating is and how lucrative it is. My parents are business savvy like my sister. So if I talk numbers, they'll get it. If I break it down to them and explain literally from start to finish and how far it can go and take me, 
then the wheels start turning and they'll be more open to being yeah. like, okay, well, show me a little bit more. Okay, what's what's a tripod? What What's a light? Like they start wanting to know more themselves and asking questions, which I like because now they're coming into my world. Instead of me just always being up under my parents' wing and my mom being in the salon and asking her questions, now they're like, they're at an age now where they're retired so they can engage and indulge in what I'm into now and kind of find interest and excitement in that. That's good. So for all the fathers, mothers, people out there, parents out there, don't forget supporting your kids. I think that's one of the hardest things to accept as a parent is I think every parent kind of has a vision of how they want their kids lives to go. Mm-hmm. You know, as it's as you know, supportive, pro- progressive, you know, free as we want our kids to be. It's like, yeah, you can be everything, anything you want to be as long as you're not like a bum. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. And but at the end of the day, we can't control. But and there's going to be things as the world progresses that we're not going to understand. Yeah. You know, we're, ju- we're just not going to understand that. And um, not even just in career wise, just as, you know, social media, you know, fashion as things change. We have to be able to adapt to it as well. So yeah, but uh, I'll tell kudos you, kudos to your parents I, for. I I did tell Oliver that I'm only paying for Q. Just saying, only for I'm what? only paying for makeup. If, anything else? If he plays, if Q, he plays anything different. else, I'm I'm not paying. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm only paying for one thing. We only pay for two things in his house. You can pledge anything you want. But well, we're only paying the, for the one. You know, yeah. you can pledge. No, put this way, you. I'm only paying for Omega. I'm only paying for Delta. And you can pledge anything you want as long as they're in the Fab Five. And that's, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, we, we, you know. We, we, and my bad to any uh, non-Fab Fibers <laughs> in there that, you know, if you belong to any other organizations, just not in this household. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we definitely appreciate your time. We um I, I I have seen firsthand how much work goes into YouTube videos. My wife has put out a couple of them. And um, so we know how valuable your time is with all the content that you put out there. So Thanks. we are extremely grateful for you coming back on. I do have one last question. Yeah. That's selfish for me. It's for me. Um, Bevel, is there uh, a Samara code? The crazy thing is that's one of the only collabs I have not got a promo code for but I think it's because of how much I requested from them for that that payment I oh, knew that affiliate code mm-hmm. wise I wasn't going to make that so I think they were like let's just cap her out and save the promo code but if I ever get I get I get a lot of stuff um so maybe I can send you guys like a nice little care package and you guys can like distribute it amongst you guys somehow we won't say no yes. <laughs> yeah during, oh during Christmas time all those packages and collabs I was doing so many people got nice little eye patches like little trinkets that I just had and I was like I don't need this so I'll definitely keep you guys in mind because I don't really I have think too of the many brothers. guys yeah there I don't have I don't, it's only my dad so I I can definitely start sharing with you guys yeah, when I get please. back. Home. You have two sisters and three brothers. Never forget that. Right. Right. Yes. So. Oh, and uh, you, you you do have an Amazon link though, right? And so you can buy Bevel on Amazon. Yeah. So there's that as well. Oh yeah. Maybe I need to put that. I should put my that in my cart. Thank you. I forgot they were on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so also while we have you, uh, tell the listeners everywhere they can find you from YouTube to Instagram, Twitter. Oh, goodness. Okay. YouTube, it's so it's Samara Curtis across all platforms. So S A M as in Mary A R A Curtis C U R T I S S. But on Instagram, it's Samara period Curtis. And on TikTok, Twitter, 
and YouTube. It's just Samara Curtis without any punctuations between it. Perfect. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here soon. But is there anything you want to leave with the listeners? Anything, any parting shots, anything on your mind, any shout outs, anything like that? Um, I've been telling people recently, like, make use of this time we have on this earth. I've been realizing that we can either make use of it or we can make it useless and everyone has the same 24 hours in the day so we can all be great it's just how we use this life we're given upon how it plays out for us so i think i'm gonna leave people with that nice okay do you want any peach cobbler recipes (laughs) (laughs) no 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 okay you're good okay i I have a peach cobbler recipe that i can no Oh man, that was a funny side seeing you like that. Like, I don't want your mama's peach cobbler recipe. <laughs> People are ridiculous. You know what you like. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, so no longer, I'm, I'm going to say no longer Cigar Bay, although you can use that hashtag to probably find yeah, some of her content. Yeah, yeah, but she is, um, she is Samara Cortese. Um, yes content creator thank you again for coming on and uh thanks for having me hey again. just like we said last time we hope to have you back again oh yeah yes you yes know? enjoy it especially yeah. once you launch hey, the you, podcast you said gift bags gonna, too so you'll have be, you on you yeah and you mentioned gift bags too so you may get like a reminder <laughs> like hey y'all so yeah, I'm gonna, I, I have a few. You put I them together. Them <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to them because they they normally send me random stuff so I'm gonna see if she if she has any extra stuff any goodies she can give me because she's been in contact with me the past couple weeks yeah, much appreciated. I'll, I'll talk to Rosie and see about sending you some stuff as well. Okay, uh, I, some, still some the, I still have the I still have the hoodie. Nice. Yes, yes. Hey, anytime you want to just wear it in one of your videos, I will. Like I, say, I will. Literally, us. all my hoodies are packed up. I need to bring them out. There you go. Yes. There you go. We'll all get right. you. We'll get you some t-shirts and what? stuff like that. We. I get you one of the uh, get buff. Um, what is it? Tank tops. So. <laughs> it's not a tank. It's like a, it's a sleeveless shirt. You know? yeah. And a mug. I see her sipping out a mug too. We can get a mug. Oh yes, too. I'm okay. big into coffee mugs. Yeah, bet. Definitely. I got you. All right. Well, don't be a stranger, ma'am, and um, we'll be in touch. And like I Thank said last again. time, we'll continue to watch you grow from afar. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh. Our yes, pleasure. Right. See you later. All right, let's go ahead and close out. I have absolutely nothing other than um, just want to tell the listeners, we, we say this from time to time, not probably not as consistently as we should, but if you haven't already, subscribe to us. We on every single podcast platform you can think of from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If it's a podcast platform, we're there. Subscribe. Um, inspire you on air. Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you. We appreciate being a part of that network. Like, it's getting us to so many more years. So, thank you. Hope you enjoyed the interview. And we were discussing it among ourselves. We're probably going to try and be more consistent with having guests on. But just like I told you guys with the... Uh, the top 50 greatest rappers of all time. We also may get lazy on it too, so don't hold us to it. <laughs> hey man, we all work, okay? We're doing this in our part time, damn it. <laughs> That's all I got, man. So, um, 
Samara, thank you. Thank you again. We appreciate you coming out, joining us. Um, it was a great interview. Uh, we hope everybody who was listening uh, took a couple of those jewels that uh, everybody was dropping. Um, and all I want to really say is watch out for your kids, especially if they are on the spectrum, if they have issues, if they're disabled. Uh, I was just reading an article about a group of um, kids that they picked up one of their autistic uh, quote unquote friends um, and they literally tied him to a chair made him drink alcohol till he passed out defecated on him uh, and the kid is in the hospital fighting for his life um, just because the kids thought they were just having fun and basically hazing the kid and everything Um, and so how old were these kids? They late middle school early high school so uh it's sad situation but it's one that i one they were at the parents house or not the parents of the uh autistic kid but they were at one of the other kids parents house the parents knew this had happened uh, uh, multiple times not as bad as this one incident but it, it basically they had been picking this kid up bringing him over to the house and basically hazing and torturing this kid uh and so parents just watch out talk to your kids make sure you understand what's happening um bullying is real um th- these things happen uh so make sure that if you see any changes in your kids if you see anything that's happening uh where they they hesitate they don't want to go places i see too often um parents force their kids to have play dates uh and when kids don't want to do that for some reason parents still force the kids because they want to be cool with the other parent and stuff especially early middle middle school early uh elementary school early middle school so don't force your kids over to those if those kids don't want to go if they don't feel it um then don't make them i mean these play dates it's it's not enough to feel like you're part of the in crowd uh just so that you can have your kid over at those houses at those parties and stuff like that if the kid doesn't want to go don't make them go um so that's all i got man it's just a sad situation all around i'll send you guys the link that's so sad bro you like you completely made me forget what i wanted to talk about because now i'm, I'm shifting gears and the fact that you said that the parents knew that something like this had similar to this had happened before, correct? Yep. Or the not the parents of the autistic kid, but the parents of one of the kids that yeah, was doing yeah, it. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I'm gonna say it like this. I'm tired of people making excuses for other people. There are evil people in the world. There are people who I mean the average person knows right from wrong. Stop making the excuse. Kids will be kids. Boys will be boys. Guess what happens? These people grow up to be evil, manipulative, angry adults. Mm-hmm. The adults that we keep talking about on this show that do all this other crazy stuff. A lot of times they start off as the kid who tortured the autistic kid in the class. It's like stop making excuses for this. Well, you know, boys will be boys. The boys that touch girls inappropriately inappropriately or you know do all this little stuff oh he's a boy don't worry that's the kind of boy that ends up molesting women that have sexual assault cases like stop making these excuses get kids can get therapy kids need therapy kids need to be corrected they need more guidance stop making excuses 
especially because you did it and we did it. And that's, you know, we're too politically correct. You know, stop it. I just I didn't want to talk about anything else because we just need to address the elephant in the room. So with that being said. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. Remember the six rules of podcasts. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.